0: Hello, and welcome to the Polymer Clay Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Holden. This is a space for all things surrounding polymer clay, for education, growth, community, and art. Today, I thought I would take you through my process for making polymer clay earrings from start to finish. More of a bird's eye. This is more of an overview of the process as I have episodes delving into the specific steps in more detail. So I figured it would be just kind of like a timeline of like here's where I start all of the steps in order and ending with the finished product. So my first step is one that I just recently started implementing in the past few months. I have started to sketch out my designs before I get started. As I sit down to make a collection, it is helpful to see the overall look of the collection and have my designs on paper so that I can refer back to them. These designs change as I make them, most definitely, but it has been so nice to have them as a starting point. And I can look back at the collections from past months and see where where my catalog has holes, right? If I don't have a lot of earrings in yellow, I know, oh, okay, it's just a way to visually organize this information. My second step is I mix any color palettes I need. Um, I find it is helpful to have all of my clay mixed before I start making. This way I can make sure that all of the colors work together and make adjustments as needed. If, for example, I needed to purchase any clay, this would, you know, having all of your materials in place before you get started, basically. Um... My next step would be to condition the clay. This helps the clay be more smooth, less crumbly, and elim- eliminate as many air bubbles as possible. Now, conditioning the clay is something that I would do right before I get started making. It might not be exactly when I mix the clay. If I've mixed the clay and it's been a few days, I'm going to go back and condition it again. Um, so step number four, I make the design. And as I was gathering my thoughts, this step had the fewest words to it, but it's a very unique process to each design, and we can go into further detail in a different episode. Step five, I cut the slab. Now, sometimes I will cut my pieces and then decorate them, but more often than not, I have a slab to cut. Now, one of the great things about polymer clay is that whenever bits of the slab are left over, I can reuse that clay. It doesn't get thrown away. I will often just mix it in my pasta roller and if it makes a pretty marbled pattern, I'll use that or I'll see what new color results and I can color mix it, you know, take it and make it into something new. I am also trying to use my clay in the most efficient way possible. So this is why sometimes I have a couple of different shapes in the same design. I'm trying to get the most out of the clay and don't want my designs to go to waste. I mean, they don't technically go to waste if they're recycled, but it feels like that effort was wasted. Next, I bake the clay. I bake at 275 for 70 minutes. I do put my pieces into a cold oven, but if I preheat, I bake for an hour. Next, at this point, I'll do a lot of my surface resin work. Um, Sometimes I will wait until after I sand, but I sometimes make mistakes with my resin work, and if I can save a little time by not sanding the pieces I ruin, all the better. I also drill after I apply the resin, so this aligns my steps better. I'll also apply resin at this point if I have paint or a mica powder or anything I'm worried about, like washing away, because after I sand and drill, I'll talk about this in a minute, of course, but I do wash my pieces to eliminate any dust. And if I don't want that dust getting on my design or... Um, if I'm afraid of like washing away a powder I've applied, then I will resin before I sand. So step number eight, sanding. I use my Dremel and a felt attachment to sand the edges of the pieces and get everything nice and smooth. And that way it just feels comfortable against your skin. Step number nine, drilling holes. I will line up all of my pieces and determine the number and placement of the holes I need to drill. So at this point, if I'm using any special findings at the top, um, I account for that, and um, I pull out any pieces that are going to be stud earrings, and I don't drill those, for example, just making sure I've got everything aligned. Step 10, next, I wash all my pieces. Sanding and drilling causes a very fine dust to develop, so I give my pieces a wash in soapy water to get rid of any of that excess gunk. Um, I do tend to like give them a little rub as I dry them with a paper towel just to make sure everything is nice and dry before step 11, gluing on the earring posts. So, any earring posts I need to glue on, I will do that. Um, and then step 12, I will resin the earring posts. So, I coat the backs of my earrings in resin to seal in the earring posts. And, um, I know it's two different steps of resin, but this is just how it works better for me anyways. Um, Next, I assemble the earrings with jump rings and then step 14, I place the earrings on the cards. And finally, step 15, I photograph and make the online listings. And I always include the measurements of my earrings in the listings so that if you are interested in the size of the earrings, You can check my measurements against pieces that you already own. I know sometimes saying like this piece is an inch and a half in length feels a little bit abstract, right? So if you were to measure a piece you already own, you're like, oh yeah, that's the same size as this. These are going to be totally comfortable. Um, Yeah, so I think that just about covers it. If you have any questions about individual steps in the process, let me know. Send me an email at haley at and I will make sure to cover it in, a, in depth in a future episode. Be sure to check out my website, www.holdenanote.com to see all of my polymer clay earrings that are for sale. Thank you so much for listening to the Polymer Clay Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Holden A Note. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a rating and tell your friends so that we can grow this community. For more information and to sign up for the newsletter, please visit www.holdenanote.com. The music in this episode is Bright Wish by Kevin MacLeod and CompTech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License.